Welcome to A Course in Miracles, Living the Love, Walking the Talk with Rev. Jennifer Hadley. Get ready to focus on your intent to be the love, be the peace through practical application. Here is your host, Rev. Jennifer Hadley. Ah, bonjour. (laughs) Bonjour. Let us bless ourselves and each other and the world. So, oh, let's take that breath of love and gratitude. I place my hand on my heart and I am deeply grateful and thankful that we are coming together to accelerate our awakening by joining together, transcending time and space to be together and to recognize the fullness of love. So grateful and so thankful to shine a light. So grateful and so thankful that a divine opportunity has been given to us and we are allowing it. We are accepting it. This is a time of our healing and transformation, and we are making the most of it. We are grateful and thankful to allow the healing and transformation that we desire. In gratitude, we share the benefits with everyone because we are one with them. In gratitude, we let it be, and so it is. Amen. 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 Yes, so beautiful. <laughs> so I'm basking in the afterglow of the Boston A Course in Miracles Conference and the UK A Course in Miracles Conference. I'm so grateful for all the time I got to share with my mighty companions and the healing that we are calling forth, accepting. It's just spectacular. And One of the things I'm most grateful for is that as a precursor to the conference, when uh, Reverend Tony Ponticello asked me if I would be a speaker at the conference, which I don't remember when he did that, sometime early in 2018, he, uh, I asked him, I said, yes, I'd be happy to speak, and I'd like to ask, would you allow me to do a special free pre-conference presentation on starting and running study groups, facilitating study groups, promoting study groups. So the board of the Community Miracle Center agreed to that, which I'm really super grateful for. So we had a, I think it was from one o'clock to four o'clock, it was like three, four hours of, of time together. And oh my gosh, we did not wish for it to end. It was really powerful. And uh, quite so many people came up to me and said, that was worth the whole conference. That was awesome. So I look forward to me doing some online events to support people in the same way. And In the meantime, since our topic today is Accelerate Your Awakening with Spiritual Friendships, I would like to share with you some resources that already exist and some that are being developed. So, uh, because these are all free for you, and I really, uh, we put so much energy, work, and effort into them, I would like you to be sure you know about them, and importantly, Tell your A Course in Miracles pals about them. One of the ways you can do that, of course, is to share at Facebook and on social media and in study groups and things like that. So the first thing that I'd like you to know about is at livingacourseofmiracles.com, we have a global map. It's a global events map. And... Number one, if you have a study group, you can list it there totally for free. Just fill it out, the thing, and then we'll list it on our map. And it's an interactive map, which is awesome. And if you're traveling and you think, oh, gosh, I'm going to be in um, 
Germany for two weeks, maybe there's a study group near where I'll be. Boom, you can find it. Uh, maybe you're going to be in San Francisco. Boom, you can find it. So maybe you're going to be in Alaska. Boom, you can find it. So one of the things I strongly, strongly encourage you to do when you go on vacations is consider visiting a study group when you're traveling. You, with the interactive map, you can reach out ahead and then you'll have some spiritual friends wherever it is you're going to travel to for work, for family, for business, whatever the reason is. Let us strengthen this community. Let's do it. All right, so that's number one. Number two, we're inviting A Course in Miracles teachers who are doing A Course in Miracles events to also list their events there. Because, and this is how I got started with this map. So years ago, I remember Gary Renard, uh, who's a pal of mine, David Hoffmeister is a pal of mine. They were telling me about going to speak in some place, uh, different places that have small populations, you know, maybe in the middle of wherever. Places not near big cities, not frequently traveled to. And I thought, oh my gosh, what if some A Course in Miracles student who's never heard of that teacher never hears about the event because they don't know who the teacher is. They're not on that email list. That, oh, that could be avoided if there's a global map. Of course, these things take money, which is why I'm very, very grateful for all the donations and contributions that people make to the Power of Love Ministry. It is a nonprofit organization, and these are the kinds of things that we do with your donation. So we not don't just do the transcripts and the um, closed captioning videos for the hearing impaired and things like that. Uh, people with English as a second language. We also do things like this uh, interactive map. It takes time, energy, and money, and uh, we allocate the staff as best we can according to our resources. So your donations really support that. You're you're doing this, not me. And uh, I'm happy to put my time and energy into it. And. I am so happy that we we are getting enough donations here and there to do new projects. So uh, I encourage you to list your study group. Tell your study group leader to list uh, uh, that they could list there. And then if you're thinking about starting a study group, uh, I do have at livingacourseofmiracles.com a whole section on study group support where uh, I got together with some really great long-time study group leaders to share tips, tools of how to facilitate, how to run, how to organize study groups. And then uh, the final thing I'd like to share on this topic is that uh, at a Power of Love Ministry, we are creating a program to do online study groups. And we are going to recruit volunteers who would like to help with that project. So if you are interested, we have a myriad of tasks to do with the online study groups my goal that I've been given from spirit is that there would be an online, on video, like a Zoom type platform, that there would be a, a meeting starting every hour, 24 hours a day, seven days a week. So that no matter where you were in the world, you could find a study group that perfectly matches your schedule and your preferences. And you could be part of more than one study group if you wished. So this is what we're working on, and I'm calling them Miracle Circles. So it's the Living A Course in Miracles Miracle Circle 
program. And if you are interested, you can uh, go to there. You won't be able to find it on the website, but with the um, with the link. Uh, I don't have the link listed on the website yet, um, but uh, meaning you you can't find it if you just go and search. But if you go to livingacourseofmiracles.com forward slash circles, you will find, um, hmm, where is it? I am not seeing it. Oh. Well, I'm going to tell you what it is anyway. Livingacourseofmiracles.com forward slash circles. Um, so look for that. Hmm. Hearing some noise in my headset there. Uh, let me see if I can turn that off. Okay. So letting you know about those things. Also, another way you can volunteer or get information about that is to write to uh, Jennifer Had- uh, admin at jenniferhadley.com, admin at jenniferhadley.com, and we'll share with you where we are with the program. Love to. We're going to train facilitators to do these uh, support groups for Living a Course in Miracles. We're not going to study the course together. We are going to live it together. As people already doing study groups, this is a slightly different thing. All right. So let's, uh, let's turn to our topic here today, which is accelerate your awakening with spiritual friendships. And, uh, I, uh, being at the Course of Miracles conferences in England and in uh, America, I am so aware, I was talking about this yesterday in the uh, community, Masterful Living community, Finding Freedom community, uh, Power of Love community, how precious it is to be visiting with friends and hanging out with friends and meeting new friends and new people. And we're able to spend hours together, days together, traveling, doing all kinds of things. Nobody gets irritated. Nobody gets frustrated. And if they do, nobody else takes it personally. This is the gift of spiritual friendships. Now, I'd like to share with you that I have prayer partners that I've had since 1997. So at the present time, it's about 22 years. These prayer partners are so precious, so, so precious. And one of the things I do with my prayer partners is um, they are ministers and practitioners from uh, the Agape community. And uh, actually, none of us is an active member of Agape anymore. Uh, every single, well, not all of us, but many, most of us have moved away. But we, we meet together every single week. We do. And I join them most of the time, no matter where I am. So if I'm in Thailand, if I'm in Australia, I'm in England, I'm... In California, I'm in New York. Wherever I am, I pretty much do my best to get to that weekly meeting on the phone. And we hold the high watch for each other, so we hold the light for each other. We pray together, and it's powerful. And one of the most beautiful blessings that we have is that there are no resentments, there are no regrets, there's no conversation ever that's about people feeling guilty, people feeling better than or less than. So these are holy relationships. We can have holy relationships, and sometimes 
it is so much easier to have a holy relationship with someone that you uh, are not in a romantic relationship with, a family relationship with, someone who is a spiritual friend. Uh, and because spiritual friends are slightly different. Prayer pro- partners are slightly different. So for me, my prayer partners, uh, yes, we pray together. And um, for instance, I had something that came up when I was in England for healing. Uh, and I immediately texted my prayer partners, my spiritual posse, and I said, prayer request, boom. And I felt the power of their prayers lifting me up. I for sure did. And there was a healing and it did not take a lot of time and it didn't take a lot of energy. Of course, I was very willing. And I was doing my own prayer work. But again and again and again with folks who are in Finding Freedom, folks who are in Masterful Living, uh, people will say to me sometimes, uh, people who are new to the community, they'll say, oh, I'm having this issue, Jennifer, can you help me? And I say, "Do you? did you put a prayer request into our Facebook group? Well, no, I didn't do that. Well, do that and then reach back to me because that's the whole point of having these groups is that 24-7, because our community is people in over 100 countries, we've got people all over the world, you put in a prayer request at 4 o'clock in the morning New York time, There's there are people all over the place who We'll see that right away, and the prayers will begin. And over and over and over again, for many years now, people have said to me, boy, I put that prayer request in, and it didn't take long. It was just a few hours, and there was a shift and a change. Now, sometimes people will tell me they've been really intensely struggling with something for weeks and even months and uh, I had a friend, <laughs> a close friend, who when, when we would talk, it became a joke actually between us because when we would talk and I'd say, how are you? And she'd say, well, I'm doing well now, but oh my gosh, a few days ago, a week ago, last month, I was really struggling. I'm like, why didn't you call me? And we could talk, we can pray. Oh, I didn't want to bother you. Uh, I didn't think of it. But you see, that's ego. Spirit knows that joining together and knowing the truth together is deeply, profoundly healing. It is. And I experience it all the time that people will say, oh, I'm so glad we talked. I have a different perspective now. Yeah. And the same thing is true for me. That's why I have prayer partners, so that I can talk about things with somebody who's not going to react like a non-spiritual friend. So let me just say, uh, years ago, I remember I had a conversation with a friend and they said, you know, they brought up something and I had... there was something about it that bothered me. This this person, I I um, there was an issue, and so I I said, yeah, that that person has an issue with me, and they, you know, said this or did this, and my friend said, OMG, and started to be like, well, I'm going to have a word with them, and that's not acceptable, and blah 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 blah, and got all um aggravated and upset and I just thought okay this is not someone that is going to hold the light for me in this kind of an issue they're taking offense they're becoming um, protective in a way that's not helpful and they're agitating and energizing negativity and and I don't need to make them wrong for it I can just um 
say, oh, well, it really doesn't bother me that much, even if it does bother me, because the way they're holding it is not in the light. So another friend, I could say the very same thing to, and they could say, yep, that's coming up for healing. I can hold that healing light with you and know that it's being healed even now. I can do that. Yeah, let's just see the whole situation in our mind's eye is totally resolved. All sense of separation dissolved and resolved permanently back to the root cause. So I never experience it again. So to me, ideally, this is what our miracle circles will be in part, that we're going to have these uh, opportunities because this is what this is what we're doing in masterful living this is what we're doing in finding freedom and people are uh, definitely accelerating their healing their expansion their clarity so com- that kind of healing conversation combined with the actual practices and doing the work uh, oh it, it accelerates your awakening unbelievably seriously it is tremendous. In fact, in the future, <laughs> not in this moment, but we'll be posting at Facebook and social media and things like that, um, this radio broadcast once it's recorded and the transcript is available and things like that. So if you yeah. listen to it there and you know this is true, you're experiencing it and finding freedom and masterful living, put comments there at social media. Because people don't actually believe that this kind of accelerated awakening and healing is possible for them. You know, people have a sense of specialness. Um, Sometimes when people will share with me their concerns, they'll bring it to me and they're looking for support and assistance. And I say, um, whatever I'm called to share about it. And sometimes people will say they're arguing, they're going to argue for their challenge. They're going to argue for their problem. And so they're going to say things like, Oh, Jennifer, you don't really understand. And so what they are going to do now is explain to me just how real their problem is. I get that. I I have said those exact words Good Lord, of course I have. So, but in community, we can have an accelerated healing. And this is why I feel it's so important to do retreats and to do classes where we gather together and where people are not just sitting on their own, listening to things and reading books, that there's an active experience of healing together joining together with either it's a single prayer partner or with a group of people that we are coming together for the purpose of healing and the healing is occurring. This is part of our spiritual practice. And I've definitely seen that spiritual community can be that awakening accelerator that helps us all undo that stinking thinking that manifests as every single suffering that we experience. It's true. So my invitation to you is if you feel like you're not accelerated in your healing, if you don't feel accelerated in your awakening, Find a way to join together with like-minded souls who are actually doing the work. Get in that relationship with them. Get in that experience with them for the purpose of healing. It's tremendous. It is absolutely tremendous. And you can do that with me. Of course you can. That's why I have my Finding Freedom from Fear spiritual boot camp class. We're starting Uh, The next one, June 6th. In fact, right now, if you're interested in that and you think, well, let me see. Book right now. Go to JenniferHadley.com. Click on the Finding Freedom uh, image there, uh, add, and uh, book one of the group goal-setting sessions. 
because that will help you decide if finding freedom is right for you right now. But you'll also be able to do some healing work with a group. And then there's no charge for it. So, and I'm asking everyone who's thinking of doing Finding Freedom to do one of these group goal-setting sessions just to get clarity and to accelerate your uh, willingness, to strengthen that willingness. It's so, so valuable to us to be able to do this. Uh, Praying together, being the two or more who are gathered together is so powerful. I really saw that in that study group event that I did on Thursday. People were having healing all over the place. And, of course, I had a strong intention for healing. And, bam, we brought it. That was tremendous, absolutely tremendous. If you were there, thank you for participating. Oh, it's time for a break already. I'm Jennifer Hadley. You are listening to A Course in Miracles on Unity Online Radio, where I'm living the love, and so are you. We're walking the talk, and I'll be right back. Thank you for tuning in for A Course in Miracles, Living the Love, Walking the Talk. Welcome back. We're talking about accelerating our awakening with mighty companions, spiritual friends. Uh, Course in Miracles talks about companions. In fact, um, let's see. Uh, oh, hang on one second here. Um, in, uh, this is chapter 20, uh, section three, which is called sin as an adjustment. And it starts off the belief in sin is an adjustment (laughs) and an adjustment is a change, a shift in perception or a belief that what was so before has been made different. Every adjustment is therefore a distortion and calls upon defenses to uphold it against reality. So that's the thing about sin. Is sin is a belief in, the belief in sin is an adjustment. So you're adjusting what is and fabricating something uh that's not actually true. So um, towards the end of this um, section, uh, paragraph nine, it says here, uh, prisoners bound with heavy chains for years, starved and emaciated, weak and exhausted, and with eyes so long cast down in darkness, they remember not the light. Do not leap up in joy the instant they are made free. It takes a while for them to understand what freedom is. You groped but feebly in the dust and found your brother's hand uncertain whether to let it go or to take on to take hold on life so long forgotten strengthen your hold and raise your eyes unto your strong companion in whom the meaning of your freedom lies he seemed to be crucified beside you and yet his holiness remained untouched and perfect and with him beside you You shall this day enter with him to paradise and know the peace of God. So I was was sharing in Masterful Living yesterday in our class about special relationship, special hate relationship, special love relationship, special friend relationship, special work relationship versus the Holy Spirit relationship. Course in Miracles tells us that our brothers and sisters are our salvation because it's our willingness 
to see our brothers and sisters as whole, perfect, and complete, to hold the life for them, like I was saying before, and not to go, oh, my God, that's a horrible, horrible problem. You have a terrible, terrible problem there. Instead, to be able to say, oh, I see this as being resolved. I see this as a blessing to you. Let's join together and receive the blessing together. You see, this is what mighty companions, spiritual companions can do. We, it says here, strengthen your hold. You know, you griped, you groped, griped. <laughs> you groped but feebly in the dust and found your brother's hand uncertain whether to let it go or take hold on life so long forgotten. So people ask me all the time, what about ending a relationship? And people ask me about what to do when our loved ones, our friends, our co-workers, our colleagues, our neighbors seem to be a pain in the butt. They seem to be difficult. And we start complaining about them. We complain about the complainers. I used to be a complainer. So what happens then is people will often say, oh, that person's negativity, it brings my energy down. I don't like to be around them because their energy is so negative. Yeah, I get that. I understand that. But the real issue is not the other person's energy. It's our thoughts about them. That's the thing that brings us down. Because, I mean, Jesus was surrounded with people who were negative. He was surrounded by them all the time. You know, and you know that the apostles were like, oh, Jesus, what are we going to do? Oh, Jesus, we're going to die in this boat and you don't even seem to care, right? Just in a nanosecond, Jesus right there having a nap and they are accusing him of not caring. Right. So, <laughs> but this is how life is. That's how we all are until we rise above it. So, when this kind of thing is occurring, and we think that it's the other person that's bothering us, it's the other person and what they're doing that is bothering us, we are mistaken. What is bothering us is our thoughts about them. So when we have a dedicated spiritual friendship, like a prayer partner, or like in finding freedom, where we are having freedom posses, small groups of people. In Masterful Living, we have mastery circles, small groups of people. And I have my sacred circle that meets almost every week. And uh, you can you can join us for sure. In fact, I'm going to give you that um, one month free. If you'd like to try my sacred circle, you can sign up and get the first month free by using the code sacred gift, all one word, sacred gift. Try it out. See if you, if you like it. See, these small groups of people joining together to rise above the battleground. It's the best. It is so powerful. It is so deeply nourishing and healing. And I am inviting you to consider experiencing it for yourself. So cool. So, so cool. Uh, there are so many wonderful opportunities that we have to do spiritual work together. And it's so much more healing as far as I am concerned and my experience of doing this for decades. It's uh, far more healing, far more transformative than doing it on your own. Because when the two or more are gathered, uh, spirit is there in the midst of us. And I have a very strong intention that 
this joining together that we're doing right now, transcending time and space, is deeply healing, deeply transformative. So, just taking that that breath together. And being willing to consider not doing it on our own anymore, but to join together, to join together and to do this deep transformative work. That's, that's my whole thing. That is my whole thing. Everything that I'm doing is about that. And I see people all over the place who are transformed. In fact, it was wonderful to be at these conferences in the UK and in Boston and to talk with folks who've been in Finding Freedom, been in Masterful Living, and they're telling me, oh, I I had this prayer partner uh, uh, we've been prayer partners now for four years, for six years, for two years. They're continuing on in these prayer fellowships. Oh, we meet once a month. Oh, we meet once a week. That's it. That's it. Coming together for a healing and holy purpose. Celebrating our learning rather than saying, oh, you're not going to believe what happened to me. It's so sad, so tragic, so horrible. So, in fact, I'm going to mention this um, here. I'm putting together a retreat for folks who have experienced sexual abuse, molestation, uh, and are desiring to have support in that recovery in a very nourishing and um, gentle environment. I'm uh, going to be offering a retreat in September regarding that topic, small group. We will do intensive inner work. Uh, and we're going to do it in North Carolina at the Art of Living Retreat Center. And I'm doing it there because they have this fantastic Ayurvedic spa, and people can have spa treatments if they wish. And the food is very healthy and nutritious, and we can join together in this beautiful, pristine environment in the mountains. It's going to be a small group. There are only going to be nine slots. Uh, I haven't even promoted it. You can't even sign up yet. But if you're interested, you can write to admin, A-D-M-I-N, at jenniferhadley.com. And as soon as sign-up is available, uh, we can send you that information. Because I can only do, I'm only going to do nine people, so I'm not going to do a lot of promotion for it. So many times I have rejected my healing opportunities because I rejected the person who brought them to me. So this is the thing that Jesus is talking about here in this chapter 20, section 3. Prisoners bound with heavy chains for years, starved and emaciated, weak and exhausted and with eyes so cast down in darkness they remember not the light. Don't even remember the light. They don't leap up in joy the instant they're made free. Takes a while for them to understand what freedom is. He says, you groped but feebly in the dust and found your brother's hand, uncertain whether to let it go or take on life so long forgotten. Strengthen your hold on your brother's hand and raise your eyes unto your strong companion in whom the meaning of your freedom lies. He seemed to be crucified beside you, and yet his holiness remained untouched and perfect. And with him beside you, you shall this day enter with him to paradise and know the peace of God. 
So what I'm thinking of is um, someone who, and I, I, I've heard this many different ways over the years, but I'm thinking of people I've known who, when they first uh, began connecting with me, they said things like, I am going to get divorced because I cannot stand my spouse. Or maybe they've said, I hate my spouse and uh, I have got to get an exit plan going here and I need to leave this relationship because I just don't love them anymore. So I'm going to be bold here because this is how I do it. I'm just following my guidance. I, I sense in some of those instances that they never loved their spouse. There, there was no love. There was only the special relationship. So there was only the coming together for the purpose of trying to get some kind of shelter against the storm, some kind of protection against a crazy world. So it was codependency, not love, that brought them together. But that's okay because the Holy Spirit has another idea. The Holy Spirit has another plan. And if we put spirit in charge, there can be no failure when spirit is in charge. So when we turn the relationship over to the Holy Spirit and say, please make this relationship holy, if we allow it, it will be done. And we will never regret anything about the relationship. And we will have a holy relationship. And we will be further along in our awakening. So what I I really relate to in the Course, it talks about the holiest spot on earth is where a, um, a former hatred has become a present love. And a, a former special hate relationship has become a holy relationship. And we can all have this. And one of the things that I decided to do was to have only holy relationships. And so I asked Spirit to make all of my relationships holy. Now, I, I, I'm not recommending that. I've talked about this before. I'm not recommending it. Because I have a very hardy constitution, and it was extremely challenging for me. But I didn't want to drag it out. I wanted to get it done. Get her done. So I asked for holy relationships in all my relationships. And we don't have to be agreed, because some of the people that I accomplished that with, or Spirit accomplished that with for me, uh, not Course of Miracles students, not spiritual students, but still it was made real. And when someone says to me, you know, a year ago, Jennifer, I told you that I hate my spouse. I could barely stand to be in the same room with them. I just had nothing but attack thoughts for them. And now our relationship is transformed. It is a holy relationship. I love my spouse so much. We are, we've renewed our vows. We went on a second honeymoon. We are more in love than we have ever been. In fact, we're in love for the first time. All these different things that people have said to me. That is accelerating your awakening. That's what our mighty companions can bring to us when we're willing. It does take great courage and strength because you have to be willing to give up your take on your relationship. And not everybody is willing to do that. Not by a long shot. But you know, uh, one of my very favorite sections in all the course teachings is the manual for teachers, and particularly in chapter four, which is the characteristics of God's teachers, section A, development of trust. 
talks about um, when we reach a certain dedication and a willingness that uh, we go on with mighty companions beside us. And it's true. It is absolutely true. In my experience, those mighty companions are as they're in the invisible as well as the visible. They are in the invisible as well as the visible. So we can have this mighty companionship to walk with us and talk with us. And that's how we're going to get to our awakening and our healing. We need to realize that God is our companion and the Holy Spirit is our companion. In um, lesson 41, God goes with me wherever I go. Uh, Jesus tells us right towards the end, concentrate on the holiness that these words mean and what they imply about, about you. That's my paraphrase. And on the unfailing companionship that is yours, on the complete protection that surrounds you, you can indeed afford to laugh at fear thoughts, remembering that God goes with you wherever you go. And then lesson 42, God is my strength. Vision is his gift. So there's nothing our holiness cannot do. God is our strength. There is nothing our holiness cannot do. So when we join together with our brother or sister who is willing to know that and live that, also tremendous healing is available to us. In um, Lesson 200, there is no peace except the peace of God. The only peace of God there is is the peace of God, is another way of seeking, of saying that. So Lesson 200, right at the end it says, Today we seek no idols. Peace cannot be found in them. The peace of God is ours, and only this will we accept and want. Peace be to us today. For we have found a simple, happy way to leave the world of ambiguity and to replace our shifting goals and solitary dreams with single purpose and companionship. For peace is union, if it be of God. We seek no further. We are close to home and draw still nearer every time we say, there is no peace except the peace of God, and I am glad and thankful it is so. So we have this divine companionship. Jesus tells us and reminds us in the course that he is always with us. There is never a moment that he's not. We can call upon him in every single moment and let us agree to start to do that. And let us recognize that everyone that is in our life that seems to irritate us, whether they're on television, in the news, or on uh, a character, even in a movie, Anybody that seems to irk us and bother us or seems to lower our vibration, no. Let us put away that crazy idea. Let us no longer succumb to that insanity. Enough already. That's childish to deceive ourselves that way. The only thing that can lower our vibration and bring us down is our thoughts, our unloving thoughts. And we have to agree to think the thought in order for it to be thunk by us. So when you are confronted with someone whose negativity 
you don't like. You're not seeing the cry for love. You're not willing to hold the light for that brother or that sister. And the reason why you're bothered is because of that. It's because you are being given an opportunity to respond to a cry for love and you're not doing it. Instead, on some level, you're saying they are a problem. They are separate from me. I have no responsibility here because I'm on my own and so are they. And that is the reason that we get so upset and so bothered by what's going on in the world every single time. That's it, every single time. Let us realize all our problems have been solved. And let's proceed from that awareness. So our brothers and sisters, when we join together in spiritual practice, there, there, for me, in my experience, there is no greater healing opportunity that we can give ourselves in this world. Prayer partners and spiritual friends, mighty companions who are doing the work right alongside us. They lift us up and remind us when we stumble and fall and vice versa. And that is an absolutely stunning and beautiful thing. Yes. So I'm going to remind you my Finding Freedom Boot Camp uh, class. It's a spiritual boot camp class, Finding Freedom from Fear. It's all based on A Course in Miracles principles and the practical application so that together we can live the love and we can walk the talk and we can be the light of the world. We can transform our thinking and transform our lives. It really works so well together with a spiritual posse, a group of friends. People were saying this weekend from Masterful Living that when they started Masterful Living, they had no friends at all, none. And now they have friends all over the world that they love and they adore. And it was very clear to see them together that this is so. So things can change very quickly if you are willing. Mm. Thank you again for your love and support of this radio show and all the free things that we offer at the Power of Love Ministry. I invite you to make a uh, contribution and to set up a monthly recurring contribution. Helps us so much. Well, let me pray. We are grateful and thankful to place our hand on our heart and to recognize that we are blessed and we are a blessing. We go forth and we magnify and multiply the love of God. In gratitude, we let it be. And so it is. Amen, amen, amen. I love you. Mwah.